0: This is lovely hurling. Brought to you in association with Zest Active, your daily super supplement.
1: I'll get it back to Dan Shanahan. Shanahan in front of the goal, put it over the bar. Did he to it? Under the 13 meter. Somehow he squeezes it in. Shanahan a great catch. He's got a man inside of Ken Shanahan has the confidence to go for a big goal score.
2: Hi, and welcome back to episode 11 of Lovely Hurling in association with Zest Active and All GAA. Thanks again for everyone that's listened in so far. If you want to go and subscribe on any of the podcast platforms, please do so. Or if you want to see the uh, podcast or any of the magic moments on All GAA's TikTok or Instagram page, please do so. And again, thanks again for tuning in. For anyone that's interested with our sponsors, you can go on the Revive Active website and get 10% off any Zest Active products if you put in the code HURLING10. This week we're in for a bit of a laugh anyway because we have two of the characters of the game on either side of the county with myself and Dan so we've obviously got the all the final leading in um, on Sunday and we're after bringing on two legends of the game uh, Shawnee McGrath from Cork and Joe Quaid of Limerick i just like to say thanks for coming on boys
0: Anthony, no matter what Great stuff so normally
2: oh, yeah. normally lads we just basically produce the show present the show and everything like that but after getting two characters like yourself on the show I think we're going to let you fly straight into it so um, big week ahead shiny, first time since 2013 when you were uh, when you were involved with myself um, not a surprise I suppose in the Cork County that we're finally in one but it's been a long time waiting hasn't
0: it yeah it has um I almost feel formally I have to call you Anthony but is it all it's right? sure, like, <laughs> natural oh no honestly. no
2: one calls me Anthony Sean <laughs> um
0: I think it is natural like I suppose going back to 13 maybe we were a bit of a surprise doc at that time as well but certainly throughout the campaign it was a fantastic year um, and we got so close I think even outside of Cork nationally I think people would have thought Cork were on the cusp of maybe making a big breakthrough but I suppose isn't it amazing that it's taken 8 years to get back The promised land if you want to call it that. Um, So yeah, it's fantastic for the week around Cork. Now you can see it yourself. The bunting is starting to come out. I suppose it's a little bit muted compared to other years with COVID and even there yesterday on the paper, they weren't even sure if they were going to have a kind of a homecoming. Um, Win, lose or draw. That's part of the the whole thing as well. Um, But it is fantastic. The week, the build-up now is going to be great. Um, It's been a long time coming. Um, Now the challenge is going to be monumental against Super Limerick team On the cusp of Almost greatness I suppose If they can get there Back to back Which has proven To be very very hard As well over the last Number of years But it's great It's fantastic to be there And um, like yourself Look we're all eager looking forward to it Down here
2: Now I have to flip counties And ironically Sean you're and Weirdly right You're on the show But my, my childhood hero Is on the show um, I used to grow up <laughs> Following Limerick As a child With my two uncles Playing in front of this man And I remember being On the bus In either 94 or 96 Joe, And you cracking jokes On the way out And I thought it was Just one of a. Uh, an admirable thing and Declan I think said to me after he said like you know obviously we're all hurting on the bus after the all in the final but a goalie should never show um, the disappointment you know especially the opposition and you were one of those fellas that day so Shawnee, I grew up watching Joe Quaid pull off saves, with his hurley most of the time but he's hanged sometimes as well throwing his body across the line so Joe thanks a million for coming on and uh, we'll let you give give Limerick's
3: argument in the final well, as far as the saving of it, there's a few other parts of my body, to be fair, down through the years that uh, I ended up saving, <laughs> saving a few balls with. Um, and I can tell you, that's a fucking hug. But uh, yeah. uh, just before we go any further, I'd like to thank Shawnee. One of my outstanding moments of the, the modern goalkeeping game, was, which now is the shot puck out was in the uh, Gaelic Grounds one day Cregan was on to me to hit a shot puck out hit a shot puck out hit a shot puck out I went to hit one to David Clark made a bollocks of it Your man whizzed across picked it up in front of Clark he put it over the bar and gave me the thumbs up so I'm forever for... grateful <laughs> It was interesting. I was about 40 years ago when I gave the thumbs up, Joe. So it was next nice to us. Ah, so. you were awesome, You not <laughs> totally like, able right? to put the ball over the bat from that far out. <laughs> you must have been like 21 somehow. You sound like Jamie. now. am <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, look, it's great to be back. Uh, look, I I grew up. Uh, I suppose Tommy Quaid and Joe Cunningham were, were my heroes growing up. And the and I suppose I got sick of watching Cork beating Limerick. I think when we beat Cork in 94, I think that was the first time in 14 years we'd beaten Cork. And, and my father, the Labrador, used to always say that you haven't Cork beaten till you're at home in bed. And you have the radio on and you hear the results that you the match actually won. <laughs> um, so I, I remember in 96 below against and in, in Key, we were up fucking 18 points, I think, with five minutes to go. And I was still shitting myself inside in the goal and saying they're going to come back, they're going to come back um but look the team that's there the shiny said is, is at the cusp of greatness um they're probably the best holland team i've ever seen uh in full flow but um being down around Cork for the last couple of weeks the amount of cute tourism uh that comes out of the cock lads especially from your neck of the woods <laughs> and saying Kentork, is uh i shall look in the great to be there lads, nobody believes that. <laughs> nobody believes that Cork and one up to Crog Park and they're and hacky to be there. That's the biggest lot of crap I've ever heard. I, to be fair, I tipped Cork last year. I thought Cork were ready to make the breakthrough last year. And I suppose by their own standards they are a disappointing year. Um so it's no surprise that uh they're in it this year and I suppose if only for Nicky, probably saving the, the penalty from Patrick Horgan in in the Munster Championship. The game would have been completely different because as we all know, momentum means, it means absolutely everything. Um, so I'm looking forward to you know what it'll be. It'll be a good, really good game of Holland. Um, I think both teams are are going to try and play. Um, I think Cork are probably not as far down the road in the system they want to, to play as Limerick are. And it'll boil down to me to who will make the least amount of mistakes. Yeah, fair
2: point, yeah. Um. Yeah it's interesting actually Because we played Tipperary in the last game Of the year last year uh, And it was in the winter Like, And I felt there was actually Kind of a shift in, in momentum As well Joe In the first half I thought Cork did something That we never did before We were actually leading At half time playing into the wind And I just thought Some of the younger players Really started to come to the fore So I like you I'm not, I'm not surprised That Cork are not in a final this year uh, I think summer hurling Shawnee always was suited us Like didn't it, you know To be fair Like compared to flipping over The season's uh, over and back, and like you know, even I'm sure from the outside, Dan, you'd say the same, would you? From the Cork hurling during the summer,
1: I would have said it all year, Anthony. And lads, great to have you on, lads, Johnny and Joe. But I would have said, um, Cork loved the warm weather, the hard ground, the fastball, the faster, the better. saw him last year, didn't suit him the wet weather, so it didn't with respect. But they're a different team this year, I think be- they'll be better from the, the semi final defeat. They're coming on a crest wave, it's going to be a massive day next, next Sunday, lads. I can't wait. I'm going up to haven't got a ticket yet, so hopefully, one you get me one of them. Joe, I'm looking to you for, for tickets. How <laughs> oh, do you know hold know? How on the no.
2: hell's a Waterford fella getting them into this? Like we can't get our own tickets. They don't want a
1: Waterford fella going to the match. Where are you sourcing these? I'm, from I'm, I don't know. I can't get one, but
3: I'm hot money. Joe is the man, boy. Joe's the man. <laughs> no, it's not I What do you want? Do you want the bus ticket or a, a train ticket? I can get you to do. I can get you to Dublin. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's even. Do you know what? That's even a job. That's even a job. This
1: was go as far as the Red Cole lads in part, can't get the Lewis in, that's as far as I go. But um no, I'm looking forward to the game Sunday, boys It's gonna be intriguing. Have Cork learn from the mistakes in the semi final, as you as Joe's rightly said there, the penalty save. The own goal Cork got or Limerick got as well, they like, you can know and the mistake made going in there, but uh Cocker and a Christopher wave at the moment they like, you can know and they have the gander up.
2: Yeah, yeah, this is it's something that like like even the semi final against Kilkenny, I know like I suppose the one thing Cork have been said that they haven't been putting teams away, but getting in extra time like we did in eighteen, unfortunately against Limerick, we obviously didn't finish it off against Limerick, but finishing it off against Kilkenny in, in semi final would kind of give them an extra bit of uh, impetus. Um, Sean, do you see any similarities between the teams back in Jimmy's days in ninety nine and you know now compared to the young fools coming through, or what do you think in Cork hurling, or where do you think the main shift has come from, really?
0: Um... I suppose, like the type of player that Cork um, had maybe back in the 90s and the 90s, um versus now, the similarities, I suppose, Anthony or Nash <laughs> are that. Dan's no, the only Cork, one who no called me Cork, Anthony, you know that? Dan's then, the only yep. fellow who called me uh, Anthony, uh, uh, like no one else called me Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, we move the ball quick, don't we? Like, pacey yeah. pacey players, um, fellas that can turn defenders and Run a pace and and finish. Um, and He's I suppose describing himself, Josie. The one fella. No, he said finish.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <where> he <laughs> said. Don't get oily, Josie. Did I was just after go hit away. me here? The, the, you said the shift <laughs> in, <laughs> in car this year. What about the door? The fact that you fucked up. <laughs> 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 Uh, <laughs> we got a good one here last week. <laughs> yeah, you have great in the Oh,
0: it's been a good one since morning. Oh, <laughs> hey, there we go, there we
3: go. We had Johnny, we Johnny Pilkington on <laughs> <and laughs> the show.
2: <laughs> we Johnny Pilkington on the show there a few weeks back, lads, and he went to town on to me. I mean, absolutely about teaching about. <laughs> Uh, goalkeeping about sharp puck outs about everything and I just said it just seemed to be a trend like it just absolutely ridiculed me and it was actually I was doing jeez um, I was doing Sky with JJ Delaney and they came to me right and JJ was just after saying and in fairness Pat Collins is bringing something new to Cork this year go no <laughs> over to Anthony. I was like <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, thanks, right, thanks, thanks JJ nice. yeah, um, thanks, yeah. um, <laughs> Jesus, uh, so I said to him after I said what do you mean by that Joe, Sean, he tried to get rid of me. Right? He tried to get rid of me as soon as he came in back in the day. So like, you're absolutely doing no nothing here. And Joe, he you tried know, to get rid of know, me. And he left. Do, do
0: you know when the manager is saying something? You know, like we'll play this way out today and we'll attack the ball and this and look, lads, does any of the players have had to say? And without fail, you're looking like <sighs> oh, Christ, Nash is going to go here now. Like he's going to go <laughs> off for what a half an hour. <laughs> 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 he definitely wasn't shy in the camp I can tell you that much. Can we cut the show, lads? Can we cut this show?
2: I swear <laughs> to God, like I've actually, I've, I'm regretting getting you on. I'm regretting bringing you on. Oh, getting flagged, Joe. Absolutely getting flat But yeah, come here, going back to that, Sean, you've told one or two stories of your own managerial thing, maybe about selectors bringing fellas on when they weren't on the bus. And also fella, a fella in our midst here, lads, who just picked the team, right? So I looked at Sean, he's Hurley one day. He's two stories tell about hurlies though. number one is the writing on it. And number two, about meeting a young fella above <laughs> in the glen and giving him money for a Hurley. Will you tell those two stories, Sean?
0: <laughs> well, I, I, my job with Cork as a selector was um, quite basic and simple. Um, I certainly wasn't one for coming up with the game plan and the tactics. But Jimmy, I suppose, feeling sorry, said, look, if we're training on turnovers, they will let you name out the team. Um so I talked jeez, that's that's good and a responsible job for me off it. But We were out in CIT one night with a league game and um, you, know, you wouldn't be the most organised. I certainly won the man with the iPad, so a bit of buy And I always brought the Hurley with me. I wrote the team on the Hurley, but I kind of <laughs> forgot the job I had. Um, and about 30 seconds before we were playing to prayer in the league game, I looked at the hurley and it was the team for the Waterford game, which was two weeks earlier. <laughs> and there were a couple of positional changes. So I said if I knew maybe Willie Egan half back and he said into the thing, Jimmy will cut the head off me. So with about 30 seconds ago, And you kind of for fellas that know Jimmy, he's cool as a breeze. Um, mm-hmm. you know, takes it as it is, but he's desperate organized. Timekeeping is impeccable. If you're meeting him at one o'clock, you've got to be there a quarter to one. And he loves things being organized, the bus on time, the meal on time, the meal bang on. So with about 30 seconds to go, I was half sweat and said, um, I have to go to the toilet, gym, They'll be back in two minutes, delay them if you can, and ran out, scribbled it on the other side of the hurley, got the team down it, and came back in, much to his disgust. But uh, I certainly want one for the iPads and the little sexy... Teams they on the chart, as you know, and which was very oh, much. Oh, I looked at his horribly one day. day. I,
2: I couldn't believe it. like, like I, I, like Sean, you kind of would elude to my probably pain in the arse as a player, like. But I was all about organisation, everything like that. night I looked at Sean; he's horribly one day. And I see a team either side of the boss. I was like, what in the sweet Jesus is going on here? Like, like I see. Were you? Why not? <laughs> I wasn't that day. No, Joe. He got his way that day. He got his way that day. I think Darren to go. Yeah. That was Yeah, I oh, was. Come here. I was. Joe, Joe, we won't go into the details on, on, on air, now because there's a couple of things you do. But there was another story about Jimmy, right? Jimmy, and fairness, all right. Um, he's one of the greatest. Of, like he's he, look, he's a lot, he's a living god, Sean. He, isn't he everywhere he goes, like, and he's, but he's a gentleman down top for all, like, and and that's the thing about him. And you didn't, I got in the wrong side of him once, and uh, never again. Jesus Christ, I never ever would ever take one because he's an absolute gent. But he lets you know your position too. We were going up to play, I think it was Leash, uh, uh, Sean, in you know, a challenge match or something like that. And the bus was delayed and he stood up in the bus, he turned around and goes, is Hoggy on the bus, lads? And we all said, yeah, right bus driver, drive on. (laughs) So I didn't, (laughs) there was like, when Patrick Horgan was on the bus, he didn't care who wasn't on the bus, like, you know, so we were heading up the road to play a but... So um, it was a case yeah, of, he was a uh, right, the team like, oh, oh, that was
3: You're on goals, Huggy. Yeah. Yeah. Huggy right yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was brilliant.
2: He was well, absolutely he had a knack brilliant. He as well
0: of getting away with him um, If 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 you had a stinker on a Sunday and then went training on Tuesday and you had a practice game and then maybe got a couple of scores or got a goal, he had a comical way of saying, "Jesus Christ, you didn't do it last Sunday. Look at you tonight." Yeah. No, it had a double-edged piece to it. The whole place started laughing. But you as a player always left going, oh you he means something there. He had an unbelievable uncanny knack of getting a subtle message across in a humorous way. Do you know, that going of it, Dan, up, we especially were, as a forward. Can you just say, we're, you, you did shag Island on, on Sunday. There was a laugh to it, but you always knew there was a bit of a pinch to it as well.
2: Like. We, we went down the tunnel one day for a training session and Keen McCarthy flicked the ball up and his park. i said it was coming to the Championship, no. i like, say, it was close actually $1 in the finals. And he flicked it up and he was kind of giving it the whole, everybody look at this, you know, and then he slotted it, oh, it went over the black spot, absolutely guard a strike. And Jimmy, like that now on the spot, turns his heels and goes, huh, first time for everything. And walked away, <laughs> just everyone just erupted, <laughs> like, you know, it was just like Keane was cock-a-hoop after walking off, getting ready to play another yeah. final, and Jimmy just put him back in his place with one little sentence. Back in his box, but, quick. Uh, Oh, he was brilliant, Jimmy, was brilliant. Come here, Joe, will you go back to your times there with? Like Tom Ryan and everything like that, and what kind of clicked for you, um, to get you going to the All Ireland Finals? Obviously, I was kind of as a supporter, I was following you on from the sidelines and everything like that. But like you had a great bunch of players, like yourself, and as you say, Clarkie, my two uncles, Kieran, Gary Corby, like legends of the game. And Limerick still, and you know, um, like what was the what was the big shift for Limerick back in the, the mid '90s, start of the '90s?
3: i will go back to to momentum, I suppose, because we'd been beaten by Clare blowing in us when it was not fashionable to be beaten like you, you were only playing player like back in 93 and we were beaten and Tom Ryan came in then and took over in 94 and to be fair to Tom like he's as mad as a fucking brush like he's his passion knows no ends you know and he he scored the county like for it like the likes of John Kiley Holland, McGalbally you know would never have gotten near a squad up to that John Flavin from Monagay, John Roach from Cork These lads would never have been involved in any squads or panels, you know, at senior level. They might have made it to minor or whatever, but Tom opened up the net and he brought everyone in, but he he kept everyone in their place as well. Like, he was just such a character. I remember one night going into, I was at Willie Sexton's pub in Limerick. I was only drinking Coke. And uh, who was up at the fucking bar? Tom. He doesn't drink like and I said, ah, jeez, don't you, and sat down drinking the cork. And I, my hand was shaking like that, but the more in case <laughs> he, he talked was Viking well, Cork or something, I just fucked after <laughs> one. I remember Barry, <laughs> Barry Foley was losing a bit of weight one time. And uh, to be fair, he was doing great. And He said he'd treat he treated himself and went to McDonald's. He's just inside the door of McDonald's, and I had just had the burger to the remote. Who passed the window? Tom Ryan. He just got the ball and <laughs> fucked it into the bin. <laughs> but he had an unbelievable knack of uh, of getting the best out of the Like, he'd abused the living shit out of me. Probably the best game I ever played was my debut against Cork in 94. And the Tuesday night at training. And don't forget that Frankie Cal was standing at the far side of the, the huddle. And Tom comes in and, and he said, Ah, great win, whatever, and, but lads, we have to get back down to know now, which I None of this bollocks and Quaid throwing himself around the pass, like blocking balls up. <laughs> so they're ending up in the, the fucking back of the net. Like, what's that about? <laughs> and I could see Frankie's two eyes opening and he's going, Jesus Christ, if he's abusing him for the way he played, he's in serious trouble. But another story about him, he named out the team. No, he, he actually, he didn't He didn't name out the team. It was uh, Charlie Hanna used to name it out. But he had pay- he had pen and paper, shiny. Not a but he knows it. Named it all one I don't In uh, yeah, it was Clark match in ninety six, I think. And uh he turned around and he was going down through the team himself 10 months to his name and he said, Quaid, we don't know none of our fucking gymnastics. No, he said, bollocks and throwing us around the place <laughs> like he got." He said, get on with the game. So I'd say about 10 minutes into that match, Matt Mullins got a ball, he pulled in the ground, I threw myself full lint and tapped around the post for the 65. And, uh, Next minute I into the dressing room at halftime, I got a belt in the back, and know, uh, from Ryan. He said, yes, we're glad of your fucking gymnastics. Now you bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay, I, I, I kind of take that as a compliment, but are you, do you know what? He, he got the best out of me um, because every day I went out, I went out to spite him. He know, I was, do you know the way you said Jimmy gave a subtle dig? Tom didn't. Tom told you straight <laughs> out. And you go out the following there then and you go out to actually spite him so that you'd be able to walk past him with the chest out and you're nodding at him. He didn't care like he, he knew where he was at. He was getting the best out of here. Um But the one thing we did inside there, and I suppose he was the first one to, to do it with us. We used to match us every night of training and they'd bring in, my uncle Mike used to come in as a ref and he'd have the four players, two linesmen, and Christ Almighty, there was two and three, 4,000, you were probably in the stands that day, coming down like watching a fucking training game. Because the timber. I remember Sean O'Neill and Mike Ola in one night, and I was pucking balls down them. she took her. It was just splinters. There was people in the stand that said, ducking from getting splinters. And, and <laughs> I changed it, and I pucked a few balls out the other side. Next minute, Ryan comes down behind the goals. pocket fucking down on them again. I said, Tom, you're going to get killed. Pocket it down. <laughs> down on top of the boys <laughs> and i fucking fucking you know, artists. But we I suppose we had we used to have a kind of a, a an unwritten rule that we used to foul a lot. We was trying to try and keep the fouls down. And, and the only way you could do that was practicing every night at training with a strict referee. And every mm-hmm. night we played. Like I see some lads now even in clubs and they're training youngsters and all these trails, 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 and they leave my form in order to flip a match. You 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 train to play like. And to be fair, Tom always had that philosophy. We played matches. We played as many matches as we could, and if you showed up well at training, you got picked. And if you didn't, you were out in your ear. Yeah.
2: Scarce actually, because I actually mentioned I, I I had a chat with JJ Delaney after one of the games. He was saying a similar to Kilkenny that they played matches, even their because I just said the one thing I said a similarity with the with final obviously coming up on Sundays. I think Limerick's um physicality and the way they play the game is a similarity to that to that Kilkenny team at the mid noughties, you know. Not um, playing on the edge, I just said and he said something similar, playing on the edge, uh playing on the edge. Um but uh, yeah, do you have anything like that? Like I'm just looking at the screen here, like, and I just see like two goalies and two tall, strong, fast wing forwards as well. Like you know that you would ideally pop the ball down on top of Joe. You? Do you know what I mean? Like you couldn't hit it high enough down on top of Dan and Shawnee Like <laughs> so, I was just saying, have you any well, the only, of puck, war I hit, the only
3: puck I ever hit to Shawnee was a long ground, so <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, Joe? When I said you were coming on the show, glad I'm glad
2: you told the story because he was lining it up here after stealing his thunder. He said to him, cause I said to him, do you have any story, Shani, when you played against each other? And he said, yeah, he hit me with a pocket once. Oh,
3: jeez. <laughs> oh, really I was he, loaded, He, he actually to had to come towards For so badly, heat, he had to come towards it to collect it. And I remember <laughs> him and Cregan came in after that. That was the day that I gave Keir Morrison a boot up the hall. Remember that, Johnny? Oh, yeah. Inside. I do And. Yeah. uh I do. Cregan yeah. came in to me after I, I hit, hear the the big to hit the shiny in. and He started abusing me. And I put the holly up like that to Cregan and I told him, I said, Would you fuck off? I said, You have my head melted. Go away. And shortly <laughs> after that then I think a boy came in and was a Marson hit me a fucking clip into the kneecap. And of course I was raging with Cregan. I turned around. There was yeah. Marson around, I drew one boot him and I just went, Oh, I'm dead. Well, Alan Brown yeah. and the lads, they keep the living shit out of me in the back of the guards I went down mean, the following day, no yeah. audible eyelids from there uh, from my wrist up to my shoulder. You couldn't see no skin, it was black and blue. I obviously had to put my hands up. I got some hammer. I just sounded like that. <laughs> I got some hammer. That was 198. That, that was yeah. And remember, that was the time um, when the, the, the Clare Lads got suspended. And of course, later later on right. the year then, they were going back and they were asking about why should they be suspended and Joe Quaid and Alan Brown. I didn't even get booked that day. I think <laughs> I tell Johnny Ryan from tip I would, I would doubt him I didn't even bring the hollies. I said I'm fucked here yeah, I'm, I'm not for the spend and he goes out oh for, fuck, for fuck's sake he says the way Carl Lynch the holiday that day Sean he should have got jail never mind suspended 98 <laughs> 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 I only give a an ounce off kick like <laughs> there was no comparison <laughs> we,
0: we, we had a lad playing that time um, we had a lad remember Sean remember Johnny Farrell Dan full forward Sean Farrell
3: I and, mean, um, nearly got he, killed. He, i tell you a story about that. Jo- he was a,
0: he was a great character though, because um, um he 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 was a great hurler. He kinda had a short career, but he was a great hurdler and a great character and very jovial and would say things that just broke the ice. But that same day he got a couple of scores. And Farrell would always let you know when he was playing well. Like he was one of those fellas, like you know, turns to the crowd and I'm doing it on my own, kind of fella. Come on, I need some support. But that, that <laughs> same day he got a couple of scores. And Tom Cash or someone was running out with the water, you know. And, um, so you'd be gasping. You'd take the water as it comes out, take a slogan. He might have got in, as you said, to Morrison or someone or, or Alan Brown. And Farrell might have got one or two pints at the time. And he went to Farrell and said, here, look, take a drop of that. And Farrell says, put it on the boss of the Hurley. She's the <laughs> <point."> <laughs> Mid, championship, like, have you the balls to say something like that? <laughs> Well, on the bus, uh, he's
3: on fire, <laughs> mate. So, you, you were on the trip we went to Auburn, remember, playing yeah, yeah, the Shinty? Yeah, oh, were on ones. some trip. The, we were on the one bus, so all the Carc 21s were up the front, and Fowl was, so well, he had a few shabrots in, let's, uh, and Shelly, while <laughs> Shelly was back in the bus with us, and uh, next one the boys uh, started singing Shelly with the Belly. I swear to God, two of us had to sit in chilli. Not only was he going down to Baird South, he was going down to Baird the whole that you 21 him. And, <laughs> and you know what? If if I was going the to Bucke and we left him of. off, my money would have been on Chelly. He was gone. Oh, yes, to was money, some yeah. big
0: boy, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. That,
3: that
0: was a was great some trip. trip
3: that, that was up in uh, Orban. That, the, what was the whiskey? Yeah. I'll never forget. <laughs> I don't even drink that. The very nice with There was some soccer qualifier run. And we ended up in some pub anyway, and Tony Brown started uh, singing anyway, and singing rebel songs. But we yeah. with some flit up your offense <laughs> anyway. We got up and broke a stool yeah. off of off a of brown. Brown didn't flinch. Yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. just sitting there to do. <laughs> man stuff. Wore a stool yeah. off him. All right. Next the cops <laughs> came in, took your man out. It was a mental yeah. trip. God, a great crack up there by. It was mad. someone else in the other nightclub, Glasgow. Two hours away. <laughs> <laughs> we were in the oh highlands oh my god for anyone
2: listening in for anyone listening in that hasn't represented them their county and into county hurling it's not all this fame and glamour no, and <laughs> all that's alright dude you know what I think just said it we're not promoting nightclubs and bar stools to be broken and pool sticks and everything were- <laughs> or <laughs> Glen whiskey. <Brands laughs> that,
3: that day above Dave though Mike Mack got us up to, we were out the night before oh, Mike Mack, Mack got yeah. us up and ran the shit out of us the last one puked on the Saturday morning before the match and we uh, were back to yeah. bed and anyway. I and uh, up for the match, you know, and I went next. And Davey was in goals, and he got hit everywhere with the balls like that shinty's a fucking blood spot. And Mac comes around mm-hmm. to me and he goes, Uh, Joe, 15 minutes to go. No, this was that was 97, I'd say, Sean. was that? it? Was yeah, 97 so he was after losing me balls already early on. like the last place I even gone in was to get heffled with these lads. with looking pickaxes, swiping at you. And Matt goes to me, he says, you're going there. not a chance, Matt. I said not. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I have something in common with a famous Parkman right team. I refuse to play for my country. <laughs> 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 I did, oh, instead of really saying pen for Robin. Oh, very good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Come here, George. You, you might tell. I know it's a kind of a. You know, it's a tough one to tell. I suppose like a friend who didn't know you. Like you got a, a very bad injury. Like and I actually, you know, I actually wear. I wore protection in goals. Like. Um, Because of it, like, but because you got an awful belt was, was it a penalty or what was it, Joe?
3: It was a penalty against Leash. I don't really remember much about it on the 27th of April, of ninety-seven, So um, I don't think about it too much. <laughs> uh, yeah, and your, your uncle actually has a lot to answer for that day. And uh, go on. Yeah, David Cuddy for Leash got a penalty. And he hit it straight up to a the wet there, and came out and the ball bounced. So next minute, I saw the ball falling out in front of me. I said, I have this. And I went over to, on my knees to rise and pick it up. And next minute, the fucking pain hit in. So I fell on the ball. Your uncle Mike never realized what happened. So all he saw was the ball that he pulled. hit me a puck into the back of the head with the holiday. So everyone thought <coughs> it was Mike that was after hitting me. there was the problem. and They were all coming in, <laughs> holding my head, looking at my head. And i going, no, lads, i mean, bit of bother. But... Uh, I suppose I had a small bit of a reputation for uh, doing a bit of play acting at times then and uh, I went in at half-time and my fucking thing was of my fist like and I said to Tom Ryan to take me off No, nah, you're, you're grand, you're grand, you're grand I went out played the second half and I remember I bited little shots on me and I was kneeling down leaving the air in just to get a bit of relief and I think we beat Leash I think they only scored something like three or four points or something the same there and a the fella came in and I slid out Got the ball fixed when the man came in and leaned down to me, right in the balls again with his knee. And I just hit him. I, I said, Sorry, lad. I said, But I'm in bits here. Yeah. But I went in after to the show. And I remember Sean Dave Boylan, he just looked. He was our doctor. And he just looked and he said, We'll
2: keep Shane. a PG, Dojo, all right? We'll just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great
3: story, but like, we'll <laughs> we just <laughs> went, <laughs> He just went, Jesus, he said, and sent me off into the hospital. But, uh, Yeah, it was great. Look, And you were operating on Joe, yeah. Oh, I operate. Well, (laughs) I went into the hospital and I stopped at McDonald's and the women were still (laughs) having.
2: I heard this part of the story. That's why I was just confirming. Will you... Can you you say that, please?
3: So I went in and I was a bitch now. And I walked in... (laughs) Excellent. There was a, an Irish doctor and the foreign doctor came in. The Irish fellow came in and he looked at me and he went, oh, Jesus. He walked out and the, the foreign lady came in and he says, is is it sore? And The Irish fellow goes to him, what do you think? He said. <laughs> he said, of course it is. But uh, he said, uh, we'll send you for an operation. And I said, yeah, no bottle. He said, when did you eat last? I said, about, uh, about an hour ago. He said, well, what did you eat? I said, Big Mac. I said, French fries and a strawberry milkshake so he said okay we won't be operating on you for a while so I had to wait until 10 o'clock that night and his guests they were wheeling me out of the ward up to the up to the theater and Sunday sport was obviously a match but Sunday sport was showing clips of the matches they were going showing no nobody knew what this day was like and next when I looked up and I said to the porter, I said "Stop there he says what they just showed the penalty they didn't even show a score, like they showed the penalty, and I said, "That's where you're wheeling me, yeah. where I am." No. <laughs>
2: Jesus <laughs> Christ. that, It's mad. No, like, it is, it's I mad
3: because like, I, I was,
2: I was, um, I was talking in a show there a couple of episodes ago, like, and Dan was, you, you were all the same, Sean you, you only wore a kind of a Cooper, not without a face guard, wasn't it? You know, um, yeah. Like, we, how the yeah, hell yeah, you like, like, yeah. hurl?s And oh, like, even Joel, like Jesus Christ, how you played the know, without anything like your know, helmets. <laughs> Jeez, uh, it was—it's because I, I used to get ridiculed for wearing a helmet. Like I used to get the piss taken i was one of the first goalies to wear a helmet. Like um, before the rule came in, I was even wearing a helmet. I like, was saying that my mother wouldn't let me into the field, but it, like so that was—is either get a clatter of a slitter or a clatter off, or like so I was taking the clatter of the slipper or the clatter off of, uh, of the slitter maybe. But just—it was just interesting. Like when you hear a story like that, like you know, I know it's great to be able to kind of have a joke about it, John, and like that. But Jesus, this is the like I um,
3: visited two lads since young lads that the same thing happened to him I went up to a hospital in Galway one day your man was only 16 and I, and I drove up just uh, kind of clear yeah. from that he'd be okay
2: like play, man.
3: you know um, I th-
2: it was actually it was actually it happened me down in the training field here like where I'm like I'm now in my mum's house and about 200 meters on road is our training field and we had Johnny Crowley from Sarah's training a Sean you know and Johnny used to have this drill where oh, he yeah. kind of had a semicircle of cones and for about- mm. Just outside the small square, like, so I was thinking, yeah, all right, that's good. Protecting the goal, you have to shoot from outside that. No, you have to shoot inside that. You have to break the tackles, come inside the small square and then shoot. So one of my friends broke two tackles in pure temper, let one go and hit me straight into the private area. I had my helmet off and I was puking everywhere like I was in agony so I went over and I was on morphine for the day like unfortunately you know Joey wasn't as severe as yours and, and I I I just had to do that and take medication for a while but my god like I just I straight away went and got a pair of shorts of protection and I would never step onto the field again without it like so it was actually uh just i think not sure
0: there was a, a one of the biggest rule changes that came in in the game was as a result of penalties you used to take TJ Reed TJ could've penalty shot I was worried about could have done damage to fellas <laughs> yeah
3: Poor <laughs> oh, man, I'd say didn't look looking for this little.
0: Yeah. Oh, geez, it was um, it was a
2: strange one that day, like because Claire did it as well. Pat Kelly inside and, goes, and thirteen, ran out, and then Stephen O'Keefe ran out. I think that was the last one. In like when Stephen came out and he got the belt, I think the kind of J yeah, pulled the thing. But like
3: Declan Ryan, was, was doing actually funny
2: back in the yeah.
0: Declan Ryan was doing it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, was. yeah. yeah. I, just think, I just think go. it was
2: just the fact and DJ Carey used to do it I know he used to have more control over it DJ used to be able to have a he would have far more grace over it than I ever did like but everybody was stealing yards like it was just that look the the, the, the funny thing was probably Shawnee is that TJ Reid and Tony Kelly were starting to perfect it and ironically I would have been the one that would have been the injured fella I'd say do you know what I mean like it was going to come back full circle and absolutely nail me like so I think it was better off but we actually did a thing in Turles Liam Sheedy headed it up about um, trialling penalties and Joe Canning Callum Callan Galway, I think Shane Dowling was there from and everything like that. And uh, we were saying to keep the tree in the line, but bring in a line maybe eighteen yards out that you couldn't pass. You know what I mean? Like a, load, a slight advantage, okay. and just keep the whole tree in the line. But I think the GA had decided that they or didn't. They were going. I would, I would, have, I would have, penalty, have loved like, the one and ones. Yeah, I say you would have joined. I say you
0: would have oh, joy yeah. yeah. And would you pick a side, Joe, or would you stand in the middle? Would you do the soccer on it Would you take a chance? Probably
3: not me. I'd probably act uh, the grabber out. You would have. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> roll the eighty four. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> try yeah. and put him on yeah, no, the no, way
1: the legs. I could picture you, Joe bringing out the ball handling <laughs> yeah, to him. I could picture bring out the ball handling
3: <laughs> to him one on one. So you're like, yeah, as no, as well, you're, you're, at, you're at nothing like to you know what I mean. You're not expecting yeah. to to stop it like yeah. uh,
1: Joe, just just yeah. yeah. I I have yeah. uh, a bit of washing to do myself, Joe, can I send it up to you?
3: He's uh Self is doing the yeah. <laughs> washing was was there. I tried on Friday.
1: Is it the Limerick
2: Jersey? Make sure the reds don't run with the greens, no, Joe, for Sunday, alright? Make sure you put the reds in with
3: the different ones. Okay, sir, uh-huh. The boy said, mate, don't put in any reds with the greens in case they run. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't be going around with green, with red, red and green. <laughs> I think
2: we could stay talking for it all. We're going to take a quick break in the show, and um, again, thanks, a million for Rev- revive active because only for people like that we wouldn't be sitting here. with People like this, then. So, look, we'll take a quick break in the show, and we'll come back in. We're going to get stuck into the to the fight over Limerick and Cork, and who's going to win the final. So, we'll see you back there in a second. You're listening to Lovely Hurling Association with Zest Active. All right, welcome back to part two of the show. Joe Quaid, is he's washing on, so we're ready to go again. Um, he just made sure that the cart George is done. In fairness to Joe, right, for anyone that doesn't know, Joe is a pub here in Cantork and I drove through town this morning. And credit you, Joe, you have 25 limerick flags and one tiny Cork one up, but at least you're sure no bias in <laughs> it for, for the game. We'll take the green and white ones are the colour of Cantork, so um, there's kind of a double, a double edge to that one. That's how we edge. can get away with um, it. That's it, that's it. Come here. We'll we'll have a we'll have a quick look forward to that that impending game on Sunday um, and delve a little bit more into it. Seeing as you you're you're all Ireland champions, Joe, do you want to you want to kick off and see like where do you think the big battles or where do you think the big things are going to come on Sunday and how do you think Limerick are going to win or stop Cork from
3: winning? I suppose. Look, I suppose the Cork game is based really on on a running game and, and their pace and I suppose their inside line um, are just phenomenal. But what Limerick will have to do, and that they've done it, I suppose, down the last few years, is is the supply of ball and the quality of ball that's gone into them lads. Um, I was I'm training Newport and Tip there, and I was talking to Sean O'Brien and uh, Conor Mahoney, and they said they'd love to play in the backs with Limerick because nobody ever seems to be actually marking anyone. But that's down <laughs> mainly to the forwards and the midfielders. That middle third, like they just smother you. Like, there's no time in, on the ball. Same, the all Island final last year against Waterford. Like, up to that, Waterford were pinpoint passing and everything. Mm-hmm. Jesus, they just hadn't time on the ball. And they're not about limits. great game plan. What they do is they do the basics of the game extremely well, extremely quick, and their work rate is off, is off the charts. Um, like... You watch it. They get the ball to the man in the best position. We've been hearing that since we were three years of age. Get it to mm-hmm. the man in the best position. He delivers it quick. And then it's it's up to first touch and after that. Like, if you want to pick holes in it, Limerick have a tendency to hit an awful lot of wides. I think we won Derland in 18, hitting 20 wides. Do you know? That's the one thing that I think, unless they tidy that up, could come against them. Um... But it's, it's the middle third that's just going to be a phenomenal battle there. But I think it'll be slightly different to maybe the Waterford match or the tip match that it won't be as physical in there because the Cork lads are far lighter. Um, and I couldn't imagine they're turning around Cork, turning around and say, listen, we'll try and face these up physically because they're going to lose straight away there. They're going to have to try and play around them and... As I said earlier on, I just think Cork probably aren't as far down the road in their style that they haven't perfected as much as Limerick. Um, you know, I think that might come against them. But if Cork get a run in them, it's very hard to turn the tie back. And the one thing Limerick don't do when we saw that against Tip was they don't do panic. They'll just, no matter what, they stick to the game plan, they stick to the process. And... Uh, it, that's, I suppose that's down to uh, what you call her, Caroline Currard. I, I can't underestimate the amount of, I suppose, stuff she does with the lads and their heads to keep them, keep them in the moment, keep them in the game. Um, from talking to a few lads on the panel, what she does with the team is just... It, it goes outside of hurling even. It's it's It affects their lives, the way they're That's ink. Um, I'll give you an example. Last year, after not last year, but last year was nearly a blur with the covert. The other tip one in 19, um, I met two hullers inside in a coffee shop in the Monday morning. And I said, Well, lads, how are you today? And they said, We are sick. And I was going in getting a fry up, and I went next minute, this avocado shite came out and. (laughs) <laughs> Healthy breakfast, and I said to the lads, I said, Jesus, lads, I said, You're off. And the two of them turned around and they nearly venom in their eyes. And they went, Next year starts today. And I just I actually went away and sat down. I didn't even enjoy my breakfast. <laughs> I said, yeah. Christ, I said, just focus the focus they had like, that. and it wasn't a flipping comment, it was, it was like venom in their eyes going, Yeah, next year starts today. That was the day after the all island like.
2: Yeah. No, in fairness to Joe, the one thing is just you like the game plan is mad, isn't it? You just said it there. Like it's about doing the basics at speed and doing it correctly. And that's what they do in fairness to Limerick. Like, you know, like we met Ray Keen in two thousand and six, I think. He came in and he was saying his friends came over to watch United training and they came away disappointed. And he's like, Why are you disappointed? He said, Because you only practice the basics. And he said, Well, what do you expect us to do? Jump and trampoline, scoring headers and stuff. He said, Soccer is about the basics, passing and hurling as well, And Limerick do that. They hit hard, they play they play at speed, but they do the basics so so well and, and repetitively, Joe, on fairness you. Um but you know, just quickly before I hit on to opinion there, like you would probably have probably had to fry the day of the game as well, though, Joe, when you were playing yourself, would you?
3: That's why we used. We we, we a grill of the Rilla, the him, He actually dropped out one night cooking dinner inside and UL. Well. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> so he did. He was he was <laughs> just inside, but uh, You'll go ahead uh, after right. maybe doing a crack or run on a Sunday morning, that like, back into the Gaelic grounds, A feel a rash of sausages, puddings, eggs, fucking mountain a toast, load of butter. It was madness, like nutrition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> nutrition was probably like the whole and them guys, lads that probably ate half a cow and a couple of points the night before a match. Like, <laughs> you know, but look, the other side of it is. And, and I've spoken to a good few lads about it. Like, back in our day, it was our hobby. Now it's their lifestyle. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, was young that. I was on the minor panel this year, and from January, even before January, I used to have to go up to the field with him in the pitch dark, under cover, because the fields were supposed to be closed, with a trundle wheel measuring out runs for him to do, and time him above with a, a flashlight, like, and trying to find him on the field. Like, that's the level that minor has gone to. You know. Yeah, yeah, or oh, probably an old day, you'd be going yeah. up into a field to find a fella see was he after uh, snaking in the back of a pub or something, or he was kinda of doing something <laughs> he shouldn't have been doing, you know, but they're they're just yeah. so conditioned now. It's I don't know, yes, they are enjoying it, but I, I think we'd better crack.
2: Oh he did. I looked for G's Joe and money out of it. I think we, no, we great crack. In fairness, I must say, and that's because Shawnee's in the show. Like the one thing that Jimmy always did with Sean, we always had a great crack, didn't we? We went to training, like we trained hard, but there was always a great crack with yourself, Dave matches and the Lads, and we'd a great laugh. But uh Joe hundred percent. Like it's it, it, it's your life and don't anyone tell you otherwise, bar the payment is professional. It's it and that's it lads have to make decisions around their lives around hurling now and it's gone fully seven days a week and uh, even uh, Caroline Courage, you mentioned it, which with um, Gary Keegan for a year there he was one of the best things we ever had because he kind of made us focus on our lives outside of hurling as in how to be positive about it and you need it because every morning the first thing you think about when you wake up is into country hurling is how how and what are you doing today for hurling and that is it um, You know, and, and 100% like an even diet nutrition psychologist the whole lot it, it's gone without payment professional and no one will tell you otherwise Sean, you're going to give a you want to give the old uh, the Cork side of it before you start. Look, the one thing I suppose, Sean, your club mate has been there since when does Hoggie joined the panel? Seven, seven or eight, and probably no oh, more yes, deserved, no more yes. no deserved um, man to win in all Ireland if he can get over the line on Sunday, and if not, on Sunday in the future. But um, to be great as a Cork person, see him lift it. But uh, do you think Cork? How do you think Cork are going to do? And how do you see the game falling?
0: Um, yeah, on, on on Patrick it would be fantastic, Nasher. Um his service has been just incredible. Um and a little bit like like, like Joe's stuff there. Like when we came in as selectors in two thousand and twelve, like Hoggy would have been in, in good Nick. Um um but physically, like he probably could have been in better Nick, physically from a fitness point of view and when we have been be doing the runs with matches that time, you know, he wasn't exactly up in the top of the queue. But I would say the transformation in his play certainly from about 16 onwards, say, has been just absolutely monumental. And a bit like Joe said, they are about embracing the psychology side and embracing the physical side, the conditioning side, the diet side like the transformation even in his body shape has been phenomenal like mm-hmm. um, I think didn't you have Dougie him for a while as well Gary Keegan and Dougie um, Holden were the two like, yeah and in fairness to Hoggy like, for,
2: for a guy anyone that knows Hoggy like he's just hurling 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 like but you know there's no, he'd never talk what he does outside of it either he's a cool character like but he embraced the two of them like um, and uh, Dougie especially yeah. didn't as well when, when, um, when he came in like and as you said like to see the guy that I would have he was younger than me but he was my hero growing up because he was so good uh, to see his transformation and he's actually what is he 33 and I think he's has better hurling yeah. the last year or two than we've ever seen really isn't he
0: yeah he's in super nick um, and particularly the last day I suppose mm. he showed great leadership like his form has been good but it just went up another notch the last mm. day and I'd say for me like he's going to be key obviously Joe Dan Morrissey is doing great stuff uh, double all-star winner and um has played in multiple... Actually, that's the interesting thing as well with, with Limerick. They seem to have players that can play in, in multiple positions, which just seems to give them something else. Like Morrissey, I think, won an All star, half-back. Half back. Yep. Well, here's won an All star, half-forward. They just have that knack of being able to sure, play Bar- in Barry multiple Nish positions. Barry Nash is probably
3: one of the best forwards in yeah. Limerick. He's <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. the yeah. back. And again, yeah. Joe,
0: is that another thing in the modern game that fellas just seem to be, like, certainly... like. I didn't play years ago. I didn't play in the 60s or 70s. It was only 15 years ago or so. But <laughs> that game, which was the old game, no, it was very traditional. Conor forward went in against his corner back. The national anthem, you went into your position. There was no real huddles where they were together. You went in in your position, and that was it. And you are a corner forward, or you are a corner back, and you play corner back with your club, or maybe centre back. But nowadays, players seem to be so adaptable and being, being able to play in so many different positions. Um, maybe that's just another key part of the modern game that fellas can adapt because as well like the last day Billy Ryan for Kilkenny was corner forward he spent time full forward and fellas just have to be able to adjust to multiple players coming in and themselves being able to adjust quickly on their feet but I think that's a key position the next day could be a game changer if Cork can isolate Dan Morrissey and Patrick Horgan inside and get quick ball easier said than done but for me in addition to that cent- central middle third area that Joe's on about, I think the contest between um, Dan and um, Pat Harkin could have a big outcome. And then the other thing, obviously, is going to be Kean Lynch. Like For all the talk of different things that have come into the game, all the different outside stuff that goes on, the Carol, Caroline Courage stuff, the game plan stuff, Paul Knurk's influence, playing through the lines. Like exceptional horrors will always prosper as well, no matter what the era and no matter what the game plan. And for me, Kian Lynch is as good a player as I've seen. Like, he's just an absolute joy to watch. Um, I saw him first as a minor years ago, and straight away you could see he was marked out for supposition. Shani, I had like, him from on on
3: the 14th. And every yeah. time we went training or played a match, he'd do something yeah. that you'd just stand back yeah. and go, oh, Holy shit. This guy is that like? That's from fourteen. Yeah. He was just yeah. phenomenal. I like, have never seen anything. I and mean, like. I
0: don't know the chap from Adam Joe, but he comes across as a kind of a good guy as well, an easy going guy, cool as a breeze kind of fella like.
3: He's one of the nicest lads you will ever meet. I, I, Lovely, I, I fella. Lovely fella. Lovely fellow, Joe. Lovely fellow,
2: yeah. Absolutely. You know, yeah, I'd have to meet Becker yeah.
3: Bellyboard you know, and he would have known my kids which uh, from they okay. we were involved with him. They were very young at the time. And if he's behind the belly button and they're, they're walking down the beach, he'll come over and say hello to the lads. And you know, yeah. it, he's just a smashing lad, you know. And but yeah. Yeah. his dad was a guard in
2: Cantorque, there has to be a connection from here, like you know, <laughs> his dad worked in my father here in Cantorque. Like. so we'll just claim the personality there before, before we go on to Sean. He's right, he's right, Listen, he was in Cantorque, Joe. We'll change you as well, don't worry. We'll have you in Cantork long enough as, <laughs> oh, as well, Jesus. don't you worry, John. <laughs> <laughs> Then on the, on the change of style of game and everything like that. Like you're like in fairness, you're the one fella that has kind of you would have played with the old fellas Joe and Shawnee, but you also would have played with younger fellas like myself, you know, and opposite against like myself, you know. So what, what do you think is the main change in the game that you've seen?
1: I think the fitness levels actually have gone phenomenal. The way the, the boys can keep going. Like as Shawnee alluded there, certain people come into certain players' careers. Jerry Fitzpatrick came in in zero four for me and changed my career by him, Jim Work. Weights, et Etc. Cetera, it et cetera, changed the whole dynamic of Waterford hurling. You have to be able to run with speed and movement in the forwards of Waterford was a big change. You see the way the fitness level of the lads now is unbelievable. The strength of the Limerick team is phenomenal. One time, lads, oh, they put a the big man full forward lay in the high one. Now these all these big men can hurl, and cock have their big big men too. Downy. so what I mean they is, not a big men too up to middle, so they have. But for me, the fitness levels is up the level. If you want to be an inter-county hurler now, lads, your life has to be GA. It has to be inter-county. It has to be, you can't go socialising. You can't do anything. You have to dedicate yourself every minute of your life for six to eight months. Then go back to your club and dedicate that time to your club as well. So it's a full-time. That's why career, maybe careers are ending that bit earlier because they don't, they're not maybe willing to give the time like Tony Brown's did at least 17 years doing it like, you know, but again, for me, the fitness, for me Sunday, I think the goalkeepers are key. Collins in goal and Kuwait. I, I think Limerick targeted uh, young Collins' puck outs in, in the league above, above in Limerick and they really really Limerick went the Townham that day um, I think it's key that they, Cork have, uh, can be with their puck outs when it's to go long or go short or go diagonal whatever it is that young Collins isn't feeling the pressure because um, the last day in the league game they really really targeted them I, mean, I think it's key there's so many matchups lads I can't wait for fucking Sunday lads the matchups Rob Downey on Galan. Janot Morrissey on Horgan. Tim O'Mahony. Will he pick up Kyle Hayes? Will he do a Kyle Hayes and go the other end and get a goal like Kyle Hayes did, which he has done this year in Championship? Janot, so it's going to be interesting, lads, to see the matchups the weekend. I can't wait to please can I get a ticket and go in and watch it. But if I don't, I'll be in some public house in Dublin watching it, um, so I will. but oh,
2: jeez, you're asking for a ticket again. Like, lads, if anyone's listening into this show, will you get onto all GA's TikTok or Instagram page there? Inbox, and if, <laughs> if, if you get down a ticket, we'll bring you on the show as a special guest.
1: But I, I, just, think, I just think it's intriguing. <laughs> Cork are on the wave, lads, I'll be honest with you. Um, Cork or Cork have always said that they have the belief in themselves that they can win all Ireland's. Limerick are the farm team. They're an awesome team. I, I'm in awe of Limerick the way they can hold where big men can hold and big men can move and the John Coyley factor but I was talking to Brick Welsh this morning and he was talking to James Ryan who's a, who would have played back in our day Johnny and he said contact they do a lot of contact in training 4v4 5v5 6v5 coming out of the pocket laying off the ball and I was fascinated for, for, for that telling me that like, you know, they made 6v4 the way they can work out the ball and deliver the ball which is phenomenal but you can see that in their play they blew off it all the way last week or two weeks ago uh, with their physicality. But when you have players like Casey, who's been lucky to get back, um, you know, the mod, Tom Morrissey, five-point stance, and Gerald Higertie is due a big one. And then you, you go to side, you're, you're a hoggy. What, what, what a man to deserve an iron medal. Love to see him getting it. I'd love to see him getting it. He's been phenomenal. He's changed, as you said, Sean, he's changed his physicality completely. Loves the game. And again, I just love watching him his first 15-20 uh, minutes against Kilkenny last week, he really stood up when they needed him. When Cork needed him, clipped off his points, clipped off his points. So he did. But I just can't wait. The midfield battle is key again. You know, but for me, Cork will have to run the legs off Limerick to have a chance to win this game on Sunday nights.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah, it's interesting because like, in fairness, like I was, was actually the Kilkenny lads that walked after the, the semi-finals the last day and I was saying like, like even in the mid thousands there, like, teams tried to do different things to to Jackie Tyrrell, to JJ Delaney. And it was like Kilkenny just said, do you want to run us? We'll play with you that way. Do you want to go physical against us? Like, I thought Waterford, in credit to Waterford, right, threw everything at Limerick in the first 15 minutes to last, or first quarter, whatever, till the water break. I've never seen a more physical 17 minutes And at any match, like, I was just standing there, like, couldn't believe the physicality. And fair physicality. Everything was shoulder to shoulder. I thought uh, Waterford had a game plan. Everyone was hitting Gerard Hegarty off the balls, trying to get him to react or try and take more of the game. But when Waterford tried to run him, Limerick were able to stay with him legs-wise, you know. Like, Dan Morrissey, for a big man, can go. Like, you know, I couldn't believe that. Like, and Kyle Hayes is an absolute Jesus Christ. He's just an athlete. And Gerard Hegarty and Tom Morrissey. But, look, for me, what it is, and even going back to, to, to Pat Collins in the league, Cork didn't have their first six backs that day, and Cork liked to go short with puckouts. Now they'll have their first six backs, and they're way better at working the ball out. He went very long against Kilkenny the last day and he worked a treat. He did a great game inside and goals last day. I think the big thing is that gaining possession, and it's not just Pat Collins, it could be Anthony Nash, it could be Joe Cunningham, Joe Quaid. Limerick's setup for puckouts is probably the best I've ever come across. He's in like they cut out the space where they know you want to go. Right, then you give it to the cornerback and mother of God does he come under pressure. Like It's just uh, ferocious and in fairness to Carter going back to the goal you try and bypass that. So it's an interesting battle on both sides because in fairness Joe Nicky seems to have gotten just like when you have Keane Lynch and Geroad Hegarty and Tom Morrissey you almost have th- th- the comfort of just going well I'm going down on top of one of these and chances is that they win it.
3: Yeah. Well like the other side I don't know how they do it. You would see at times Nicky hits the puck out and all of a sudden, Tom Morris, in 40 yards of space. I get what heck what, he's just running on it, mm. strolling on it. Mm. And you wonder, like, mm. how in the name of God do they actually engineer that amount of space? Because, yeah. mm. you know, but like Nicky's just, he's hes a perfected note at this stage. I remember when mm. John Coyley took over first. I think it was one of these Waterford Crystal matches in the Gary Crowns. And I'd say Nicky put, probably put five puck outs out of the sideline. In that match, and everyone, every hand pass fell to ground, and the shots, the pass wasn't working. But to be fair to Kylie and the lads, the the, the work they've put in, they've nearly perfected it. Even though it was going bad at the start, they stuck with the process, and they kept practicing. Yeah. They kept practicing. As you said, Anthony, it's it's just the basics of the game. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it is. No, in fairness, Sean O'Donnell, Sean O'Donnell left us, um, Joe, to go to Limerick in I think it was seventeen actually. And Sean, you would have worked with Sean as well. Like he was an absolute like perfectionist when it came to stats. It you could see an awful lot of the traits that he was trying to get us to do that we probably just didn't probably can persist with for seventy minutes, and he took it down to Limerick with Kinurk and the two of them had got uh, get on very well as well. So there seems to be a massive, massive shift in Limerick. And I even saw it in the Water for Crystal game as well, Joe we played him in Mallow and even the way they warmed up was different like back in those days and you could see that there was definitely a shift coming along like you know um, the, uh, on they, a match up give a of give a 20, uh, they give a pass
3: 20 they give a pass if Keaton Inch is coming and does uh, whoever Tim O'Mahony or whoever is marking him is up his backside they still give it he still, still give it, it. <laughs> he still, <laughs> still, still win it absolutely absolutely he and he'll
1: still
2: win it. give it, he'll the, win that, it. that's underrated that's underrated with limit the half line. how they gather the ball under pressure coming like, Barry, obviously, I have a kind of, like, I have a tie to Liberty. Nicky hits Barry a puck out, and next you're kind of going, oh, shit, all the men are marked. And next, he zips the ball head height. Cian Lynch is coming, as you said, with two man up his arse, and still gathers it. And then gives a hand pass, to Darrow Donovan's off.
1: Yeah, yeah that, that, Do that's, that's, that's that's credit to... Match-up, Sean. That, that's, that's oh, sorry. Credit, sorry, Andy, but That's credit to Limerick. Did did against... No, go on, Dan. Go well, on, did, yeah. Did, did against Warford. Do you know, they pinged the ball 50-50 balls, and they were able to use a physicality to win the ball. They had position. Like, you know, we went. Nicky can go along but he can also go shot to Barry or Dan Morrissey you know they mm-hmm. take out, take out. And so he, he have yeah. loads of options and Cork have the same you know, as well with Harmony on the other side It's so it'll be interesting lads but again the, the way he can win the yeah. ball 50-50 is, is unbelievable for Limerick. you know you mentioned matchup there a while ago. Sean, do you think, well, how do you think
2: Cork full forward, full backline apologies are going to, and what are you, what do you think they're going to do with Key and Lynch? Like, I know you kind of mentioned it earlier, it's a hard thing to do. What would you do as, as a selector? Like, would you, how would you match up with Flanagan, Galan? Like, Nilo Leary would probably pick up Casey. That's a simple enough matchup, but what would you do with Flanagan, Galan? And then what would you do in the half back line, obviously? Because Joe said, like, it is Key Lynch, Dan Morrissey, Gerrod Hegarty, and like, look, it's their half back line and midfield, obviously, as well, Joe, but the three of those are just. They make Limerick tick like,
0: yeah, they're phenomenal. Um, like again, it's probably a mix of traditional stuff and the modern game. Dan, like as a forward, we never liked fellas, excuse the phrase, upper arse, <laughs> never <laughs> liked the defender that was sticky, a Brian Murphy type defender, Nash mm. that we had in Cork that was yeah. just on you like glue. Uh, I don't care, like, even if the game changes for another over the next 10 years differently again. Like, just forwards don't like being marked. It's as simple as. And, like, when you've got key players, I just think Cork have to mark Cian Lynch. Agreed. Um, yeah. I don't think they can take a chance and go zone and say, Mark home and you lie deep. Let Cian Lynch go missing and your two midfielders try and pick up. Because the two midfielders with Will Donahue and Darragh Donahue are going to be enough pressure to try and expect them to mark those fellas. Because I think Will Donahue does unseen work as well. He does phenomenal work. Mm. I like think he covers for the likes of Damien Burns. Uh, or Dermot Burns and Declan Hannan who like to sit in their position and Will Donahue then does phenomenal work. So you have to kind of watch him as well. And then you're expecting him to to do that and keep an eye on Donahue and also keep an eye on Cian Lynch. I don't think that's possible. So I'd say Cork will have to try and go man-to-man with um, with Kean Lynch. Inside, I don't know, Anthony, I'd say it'll be just a general matchup. I'd say they'll hold Rob, he'll stay on maybe Galan. Um, he's an exceptional game the last day the thing with yeah. Rob I did a thing there during the week with Oshin Langan he was asking me about Rob Downey uh, where did he come from and was a surprise that he ended up full back it probably was a bit of a surprise because he he didn't play much underage hurling he was actually a forward, forward he played yeah. a minor in the finally as a full forward but a bit like going back to other full backs we've had in the past Rob Downey is an exceptional hurler as well his first touch mm. like I see him he's a club mate like his first touch he's good in the air but his touch on the ground is absolutely as good a touch as you'll see of, of any forward.
1: Great hands-up.
2: So he's a
0: super hurler as well. So he's out in front, he'll take the ball at pace and he'll deliver a good ball. He's a good, snappy, little wristy strike. Um So that's why he's adapted to the position because he's an exceptional hurler. I think Cork will go man-to-man as much as they can. Um I think on the on the Limerick half-forward line or half-back line, that for me will be an interesting one because the two boys like to sit, as I said, Burns and Hannon. Kyle Hayes, like if the team is called down on Thursday night and you hear your number ten right half forward, it's probably the worst <laughs> number to get. Because <laughs> number seven, yeah. you're going to be on. You know, like imagine me talking to Kyle Hayes, Dan. Like, seriously, <laughs> like what a job! Like he could get four and you might get two. Like he actually, he could actually outscore you in the game. Um, I just think, but like it's an interesting one because what do you do? Do you kind of almost? sacrifice one of your forwards, this sounds desperate negative, to almost mark Kyle Hayes. Tip like, did with Michael Breen, really didn't is...
2: What's that? Tip did it with Michael Breen, I think. They well they didn't sacrifice him, but they put Michael Breen on Kyle Hayes to kind of stem his influence like so you're dead
0: right like How oh, would that work out for him? And the rest is history like Kyle Hayes right, probably John. got one of the goals of the century.
2: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's like what you do, like I, I agree it's, it's it's like it's mad that you're thinking to man mark, mark a, a wing back like as you said. You know? Yeah. Like, but he's more of a yeah, trick from yeah, there than he's,
3: he is from centre forward. He is. I said he's more of a, trait, scoring he's saying a trait he's more scoring a than he is from centre yeah. forward.
0: He's, he, he's, he's a beast. He's phenomenal. I never, I've never i never seen a player like him, to be honest. What would you have done, Charlie? Um, and then, before seen, we move on, what would you have done? Number 10s, the two number 10s we have here. Do you know what I'd have done, National? I definitely wouldn't have engaged that. We wouldn't have had a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have trained my balls off coming up to it and I'd have just ran, ran, ran and ran and tried to keep turning them as best I could all day. Um, yeah. And I think in general, I still, uh, from a traditional point of view, like fellas hate being turned and fellas hate being run at like. Um, so I think the Cork attackers, we've got great pace there. Jack O'Connor's a great, he's great turn of pace. Uh, he's a great young fellow, Dan, isn't he? Yeah. He's great. And he's balls in. He'll take you on and he'll go for the goal. I think Cork, if they have a chance, Robbie Flynn is. A real hard bring. different to Jack in the way he runs, but he's a real hard work, working type forward. You could see him on on Kyle Hayes to take him on. You could see Connor Cahalan going on him, maybe to mm. sacrifice Connor, who can play in multiple positions and has yeah. almost a, an instinctive defensive mind as well. But look, naturally, I wouldn't have had a chance in him. But the one thing I would have tried <laughs> to do was run him and run the legs off, him because mm. physically, aurally, there's no contest. He's just exceptional. Mm. Right,
2: okay, before we wrap up the show, I actually beforehand there, so with the with the, with the sponsors with the sponsors of the show, Revive Active, Dan picks a hurler of the week all the time. Um and it's been Austin Gleason, um it's been Jamie Barron and it's been um Connor Prunty so far. Okay, so we've had <laughs> we've had three Waterford hurlers picked it, even though they weren't playing, even they weren't playing
1: like Kingston got it last week now, Shane and Kingston got it. I know, i it i to it I was missing And we
0: haven't <laughs> we
1: haven't have mentioned Shane Kingston. <laughs> So we haven't mentioned Shane Kingston here let's not yeah. It, yeah that's a did would you
2: start
1: him then I don't know Anthony but I, I'll be honest with you but would you start him to, then or would you go I, I, I'd hate to be around the Kingston household having the smudges this week lads because um, he'd be thinking he'd want to be starting but the impact he made I think they should start him Anthony for his pace alone the trouble to try and get them. maybe maybe he could be a man for Keen, uh, for Kyle, Kyle Hayes Sean he'd bring him around the field or turn him you know, the one thing I always try to do as a wing forward, get him back towards the full back line. Turn him face his own goal. They're not as comfortable as you mm. said, Sean. They don't like it. The best of wing backs, the Kim McGraths, the Do you know yourself, Sean. They don't like going backwards. They love going forwards. But if Kyle Hayes, Diamond Burns can be turned, mm. Declan Hanning, an unsung hero, that's sitting in the pocket. What a man. Delivers great balls to the forwards. But uh, again, it, it's um, it's going to be interesting. I'd start him, but I don't know it's hard to, who'd lose out in that. And he's the key. Like, you know, who'd lose out. Maybe. Connor yeah. Con- Callan could lose yeah. out
2: maybe. Be- I think it's Shane. between Shane, I think it's between Shane Barrett, Shane, Shane Barrett, Alan Cadigan, and Shane Kingston, see who starts and the other ones. Come on, I think. It was funny there was de- mentioning Declan Hannon, Joe. You'll enjoy this. There was a Limerick fella put up a tweet. I think the, there was some fella talking on Twitter about the match, and they were saying, I can't wait for the Cork people to say we're going to put someone fast in Declan Hannon and target him for the 48th time. Do you know what I mean? Like because everyone talks <laughs> <Yeah>. about Declan <laughs> Hannon sitting back and his lack of pace. And I'll tell you straight out. When I played against him we used pick players on him to try and get at him but as Shawnee said Will O'Donoghue and Declan Hannan seemed to be just telepathic between the two of them and they're just so good at it uh, but Declan in fairness to me he sits in he's, he's, do you know what I say, Joe as you know he's just an intelligent hurler as much as a good hurler you know and I think that he's never you know it'd be hard to get caught out like but, Um just on that so look if, go on
3: just saying like people say oh sure he was quiet he was this he was that he shores up the middle We've, we've never been I does it. down the middle would it be
1: right to say Joey he started yeah. his, his, his career in forwards as well did he he started in the forwards I think did he oh, he yeah. Did. He did. oh yeah he was
3: a phenomenal yes. I think did he at yeah. 16 years of age yeah. 16 or 17 I think he got 10 or 12 points in the county final for a day. like Rob Downey Shawnee, they could,
0: they're yeah. so
1: used to playing the forwards maybe come back to centre-back they, they just sit naturally to them like no
2: Joe, Joe thank God, God yes. we're retired because we would have had Dan Shanahan corner back and Shawnee McGrath fullback <laughs> if, uh, if they way they're talking, I think they're on about, so about moving <laughs> back to field they're on about moving back to field Sean hanging off Aaron Gillan in front of me inside in goals oh Jesus I thank I God I'll <laughs>
1: hey, tell you better i tell you better one. I started in goal <laughs> I did
3: I, I tell you a better one and, and maybe that's why I'm not managing at the top inter-county level do you know who I had in goals for the Limerick 14s why Tom why? Morrissey who had ironed goals for the Clift Barry on. Nash. <laughs> Barry, actually, yeah, he had to give him hurries. I had to give yeah. him hurlies, Joe. I remember yeah. last Jesus Mahal was
2: actually when I told him. I gave him one big advice him all the
3: goals. Colin Ryan. So, yeah.
2: Jesus Christ, so, Joe. Is it just... You're dead right, Joe. The best hurlers can get, play anywhere. And the goalies said, are always the said, are best think, hurlers, Joe. You're, you're absolutely right. Joe, we're going to cancel We're going to mute we're going to mute the two yeah, boys yeah, no, Joe, we'll have work. a right good conversation we'll have a right good chat now about how good goalies are. Aaron should Nicky Quaid and Murphy play out the field and Pat Collins play out the field and I play Oh Joe you're dead right bike go on he? what about goal <laughs> now look before we wrap up there look uh, in fairness to uh, our sponsors Zest Active Rive Active, they do a hurler of the week and obviously there was no match the weekend so it was only um, football which was a cracking game as well between Dublin and Mayo um, but we're we're just going to ask you your opinion on who's been the hurler of the championship so far and who's the leading light I suppose for hurler of the year so far depending on the performance on Sunday or it might not even be someone that's in the final on Sunday
3: George you want to crack off there sort there's only one name for me know, and that's Keen Lynch um, I thought you were going to go um, H- yeah. hidden Shaw shoulders above anything else
2: um,
3: in the country yeah. um, like yeah. it'll take an exceptional hurling performance from anybody the weekend um, to pass him out like, okay, I'll yeah. give commendations to Kyle Hayes, I suppose. And and look, I'd say myself, Nicky Quaid this year has just been phenomenal. So, yes, yeah. absolutely mm. phenomenal. And mm. people saying, okay, he doesn't bring up spectacular saves. He makes it look so bloody easy. <laughs> it's, it's actually he embarrassing. It? I'd agree with you. So, know, he's just so the same fantastic. as you, Joe.
2: He was no spectaculars, no diving, Joe. Like, he's just pure about... So the two of you were very solid, just no diving, really no, no, no gymnastics, <laughs> no nothing like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Keenan's yeah, to me. Head and shoulders. Okay, brilliant, brilliant. Shawnee?
0: Yeah, I wouldn't disagree. I th- I think, I suppose, because they're in the final, just to give Cork a mention, um, I think Sean who has had a very, Absolutely. very good solid year. Yeah. Um, and kind of typifies, I hate using the word no while. it's in the modern game, but you know, the way we we're on about the mobility and fellas. I mean, he's like a 100-yard sprinter. Again, must be a nightmare to be on and can travel up the field and at the same time seems, seems to be able to get back at breakneck pace, to pick up his man. Um, and himself and I like have been very, very good and have mm-hmm. been great, were great support to Rob Downey the last day. So for me, Sean O'Donoghue has had a very good year. But yeah, I go back to Joe's comment on Ken Lynch. I think the great players do things at a pace that sometimes it looks like they're doing it almost in slow motion. Like Lynch gets a ball, shimmy, flick of the hips, and then he's like giving a pin pass down the line to maybe Flanagan or someone inside. Um, and look, just uh, to, to give a kind of comparison, I went, I'm a Liverpool fan, and I went to Liverpool against Huddersfield of all teams a couple of years ago, and I just went to see Salah. More Salah is my favourite player. And again, when you're live looking at these fellas, I don't know, they just do it, and you kind of think, God, I could do that. That doesn't look that complicated. <laughs> but they just make the hard look simple. And for me, Lynch typifies that. Um, our club played him a couple of years ago in a club game as well he actually didn't have a great game the same day but it was just simple things that he did you know the ball went straight to hand you know when you're doing a drill and you're saying one touch into the hand like he goes to the ball, it's not two flicks off the hurley it's just one and it's into the hand but it's 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 glued to the hurley it's at pace um, both at the same time, he's almost doing it in slow motion for me, and my, one of my favourite players in the game is actually Noel McGrath from Tipperary I love those types of players that they're almost like doing it slow, but obviously it's that breakneck pace. Um, I would disagree with Joe. I think he's been absolutely phenomenal. And under a bit of pressure because big-name players, you know, they're going into another season, there's big expectations on them. He always delivers. When they needed a performance in the second half against Tip, they needed someone to grab the game by the scruff of the neck. Chris Lynch was to the forefront all the time. So for me, a good performance on, on Sunday should solidify his position for player of the year. I think he's been exceptional.
2: So basically, he plays brilliantly against everyone except the Glenn. Okay, thanks a for that, Sean <laughs> um, He's been an outstanding horror until he, until, until, the, until he came up against us and he hadn't a <laughs> great game. Like, I know yeah,
3: absolutely cramp. You probably put, you put Hoggy back back in him, did you? That's <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh,
2: Huggy fourteen others. Dan, what's your what's your what's your opinion on, on that so far this year? And then
1: we'll get the we'll get the predictions for the final. He's been brilliant. Lynch has been outstanding. as Has Kyle his Hoggy Again, has been up there, as for the performance, the, the level of pressure he's under up there to get the scores from the frees. I think he's been outstanding. One average game probably against Limerick, missing the penalty, missed a few frees. But again, he's been awesome for Cork to keep consistently going over the years. It all depends on the final, let's be honest boys. you, can you know if Hoggy goes out there and lights it up. Who's to say he won't get it? Um, you know? But again, same with Kyle yeah. Hayes. Nicky Quaid has been outstanding, as is young Collins in, in the Cork goal. But look, mm-hmm. I can assure you, that's the last thing they'll think about. That's all they want to go up them fucking steps, <laughs> up them steps in Crowe mm-hmm. park and lift that that Liam McCarthy. You know what I mean. So, but again, it's 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 Keane Lynch has been top 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 class. What a joy to watch. What a pleasure to watch. Poetry in motion. Yeah. The speed he does things. The speed he can handle the ball at. But his brain, his brain, and I think. You know, Matt Coleman would have a torrid time whether to follow or stick he's going to be key what what will Cork do with that mm. you know what I mean he's massive for the weekend but at the moment I suppose you'd have to say Keen Lynch mm.
2: Great stuff yeah no look in fairness when, you, when you're talking about a fella that's going to cause headaches like Keen Lynch and Kyle Hayes I suppose they've obviously been so good during the year um, and my three nominations would be uh, Nicky Quaid uh, Owen Murphy and Patrick Collins I know, for, for what it's worth you know, the goalies, job. We have to get them in there now. All right. Johnny, is there right. any time to go? Come here. One, one more dance answer, so before we wrap up. He was bad.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was bad, but I didn't think he was this bad. Man. Right. One, word, one he more. You must be getting great money for, for this, You must be getting well paid for this. Come <laughs> here, <laughs> He's a much better agent, boy. Oh, Jesus.
2: Um, come on. Quick, quick saw. Quick finish up. Quick finish up. Come on, be quiet. The forwards off for a while. Quiet down, forwards. Like inside my classroom, Jesus. Uh, Joe, quickly. <laughs> Limerick, Cork.
3: Oh, Limerick by three.
1: Johnny. Cork by two. Dan. Oh, I think this Limerick's day, lads. But get ahead of it, it, won't be like uh, it'll be some head of a battle. I'm going for Limerick. I did it at the start of the year. lads not changes.
2: And you can't lose any. Cork by two and cark by two and Barry Nash from man of the match. That's what I'm predicting it. I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it at that one then. I'll be I'll be left back down I'll be I'll be left back down to So Liberties after that. Come here, uh, lads, look, thanks a million for coming on the show. It's been absolutely um, absolutely just uh, uh, enjoyable. I think the time is absolutely flown and Having two, like, in fairness, two legends of the game and two characters of the game. I hope everyone that's listening in, uh, realizes, uh, the, the, the fun we've had. Myself and Dan have absolutely been in stitches here as well. So look, again, just to wrap up, I'd like to thank a million, uh, thanks a million to Revive Active. Again, anyone that has entered into this Revive Hurling Active Challenge, thanks very much for that. And as always, you can go on the Revive Active website and use the Hurling 10 code for 10% off. Uh, Listen, uh, unbelievable! Thank you to Shawnee and Joe. I unfortunately will say it won't be your last time in the show, Lads. You've performed too well. You've actually done it, so it's just like Joe Quaid in the house. He's so good at washing the clothes. He's going to have to keep doing it. All right. So Av- available, available Monday to Friday. And uh, <laughs> and listen, uh, Lads, thanks for taking the time out, and uh, hopefully everyone has uh, enjoyed listening. But
3: That's thanks. Really, if boys. you thanks get no ticket for the match, you're welcome in Kentor. Oh boy, got it. Do be up there for <laughs> a few days? I'll be up there for <laughs> a few days.
2: <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't
3: expect anything. We'll, we'll hold the show from
2: their job. We'll hold the show from their some evening job. you we'll get it? The first road show is going to Quaid's pub inside in Kentork. Fair play back
1: to Dan Shanahan. Shanahan in front of the goal puts it over the bar.
2: Did he nash to? Onto the 13 meter.
1: <laughs> Somehow he squeezes it in. Shanahan a great catch. He's got a man inside in Canterbury. Shanahan. The confidence took over for a big, big score.